Hi folks, welcome to our Jet Centra podcast. I'm sports editor Steve Lyons and I'm here in my office at 1355 Mountain Avenue with sports columnist Mike McIntyre and our crack producer Jen Zarati. We're all hanging out here. We're going to do this podcast thing that we do, episode 33. Uh, Mike, uh, let's get right down to it. No small talk today. No. We, well, we've done a lot of small talk <laughs> we before have been. the yeah, the we'll, we'll do, the, we'll do yeah. the small talk during the episode since um, it's the Jet Cetera podcast. And really, there's, today. there's not really a whole lot of Jets going on, no, frankly. Not yet. No. I don't think we're going to talk about the Jets at all. Let's not talk about the. Sure. Oh, okay, stop. No more Jets. Okay. So, but let's talk in the first period of our segment about hockey, anyways. We'll keep it somewhat uh, uh, on, uh, on point. <laughs> Speaking of, Braden oh, Point. Braden Point. Ah, ha, ha. Good one. Anyways, um, we're down to final four in the bubble. They're all in the bubble now. I did not know this. I had to send an email to you last week. I was quite surprised that both conference finals yeah. are being played in the hub city of Edmonton. <laughs> and um, we have the Vegas Golden Knights versus the Dallas Stars. Dallas is up 1-0. And then Tampa took a quick one nothing lead over the Islanders. They beat them 8-2, was that last night? 8-2, yes. Yeah, last Shalakin. night. Um, so um, they're off in the Final Four at uh, Hub City, Edmonton. Toronto uh, is done. They've rolled up the carpet. Uh, the <laughs> hockey players have left town. Uh, A side story on rolling up the carpet in Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we used to travel to Toronto covering the CFL, Bombers or whatever, yeah. CFL or whatever. They rolled up the carpet in Toronto at 1 a.m., um, where everywhere else in the world the bars closed at two. Yeah. So, um, anyways, uh, we used to talk. Oh, they're roll. It was like twelve thirty. They'd make last call, and we'd be saying, "Oh yeah, Toronto's rolling up the carpet on like again. a weekend." Uh, yeah, all the time. Wow. Yeah. As a matter of fact, eventually, then the other one of the other places we traveled to covering the bombers was Ottawa. Yeah. And they would roll up the carpet there around twelve thirty as well. Jeez. And of course, we would go across the bridge to a real city hall. <laughs> uh, where the bars were open till like I don't know probably morning, never rolled up morning the or something like that yeah anyways I digress as usual um, so what do you think of the uh, first uh, couple of games in the uh, cup final the uh, Dallas the cup quarter cup quarter uh, semifinals. semifinals right uh, well look at the Dallas Stars continuing to surprise a little bit they got uh, a lot of good players they do and they got like. Some some old player. They're an old team. They're a veteran team, but they're they good, added Corey good Perry. They yep. added Joe Pavelski. But yep. those are a couple of guys. That, good players. A few years ago, anyways. Yep. Were, I mean, Pavelski's probably still got more game than Perry does, but they are proven playoff performers. Corey that. Perry's an idiot. He is. Like really, I'm just sorry. He, to interject. He's. Uh, you know, it's interesting. The other night, game one, like he was kind of running around doing his thing. Vegas his thing. That's did what it's his called. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. Being dirty, being so cheap. It, yeah. Vegas Slashing was without people on the wrist and breaking them. And their stuff like that. shift disturber, Ryan Reeves, <laughs> who was serving a one-game suspension. I'm interested to see what that looks like tonight. He's being, never been known as a dirty player, by the way. I'm no, just he's not. That. But no. would you? That was a bad hit. Sure. That got him suspended. Yeah, like yeah. he blew up it happens. Uh, poor Tyler Mott. But yeah. uh, I mean, he's a big, strong guy, but yeah. that was a bad hit. Uh, but anyways, with Reeves out of the lineup, like Vegas didn't seem, Vegas is a very cocky team. They have a lot of swag. They're from Vegas. They are, but they also carry themselves like they've already accomplished something. And you hear that in the chirping and just the trash talking, like, they're really cocky. And mm. I find, though, without Ryan Reeves, like they weren't nearly 
they didn't seem as big or scary the other like day. cockier than Dallas because like yeah you know, like Tyler Sagan and Jamie Ben are not two of my favorite players for their chirping Tyler Sagan sure. one of the one of his most in, infamous stories happened here in Winnipeg you probably recall this I wasn't on the hockey beat at the time he was still with Boston it's when he missed the morning skate he slept in he said uh, and he ended up getting benched for that game against the Jets that night. That was kind of, he was on his way out of Boston. He was very immature and they were kind of fed up with his act. But the best part was is that he tried to claim that the reason he overslept is because his watch was still on Eastern time, <laughs> which if anything, he should have been an hour early. Like it oh, was yeah, the worst it. excuse yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, it would work if he had been coming from the West, but right. he was coming from the East. So if anything, you'd be ahead of time. Right. It was like he was making up an excuse and it was a terrible one, but I digress. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, but, but yeah, it's they, a podcast. they do have, uh, you know, Radulov is a, a great player. Jamie Ben's kind of a shell of his former self. Yeah. There's another guy, Radulov, who kind of ran himself out of uh, Nashville. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They've yeah. got, but they, they do have some big egos for sure. Yeah. Like you couldn't fit all the Dallas Vegas guys right. in one room together. Uh, but, anyways, Dallas, I, I still think Vegas is going to win that series. I still think they're the better, deeper team, but a good start for Dallas. And then Tampa, my goodness. Not only did they put up eight, they did it against like the stingiest defensive team in the league. Oh, and they did it without their 40 goal man, Steven Stamkos, who still hasn't played in these playoffs and likely isn't going to. I didn't know that. Yeah, he's hurt. Uh, and he, he he hasn't... Oh, we got another... We, is we're that ta- Jason Bell? We're ta- it probably is because he usually calls when we're doing no, this, No, it's right? not. It's a 613 area code. Where's that? Uh, no clue. Probably like, I love these. The, I'm going to answer it right and they're going to go... Please do not hang up. Right. Like, right away, you know, I, spam. I, I'm hanging up, man. Right. Like, okay, so anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm not answering. But yeah, Stamkos, uh, they haven't really said what his injury is, but uh, he's probably not playing at all, which is too bad for Stamkos, but Tampa hasn't missed a beat. Uh, they hung eight on the Islanders. So I like Tampa and Vegas. That was kind of my pick when the playoffs started. And uh, I mean, Dallas has obviously given a little pause for thought. I still think it's going to be Tampa, Vegas. By the way, from a Winnipeg perspective, if you were cheering for Winnipeg angles, uh, you should be hoping for a Vegas Islander final, Stanley Cup final. Barry Trotz, Manitoba. Ryan Pulak, Manitoba. On Vegas side, you got Zach Whitecloud, Ryan Reeves, Mark Stone, Cody Glass, who's injured, Zach... um, uh, I was, Cole, I was sorry, looking sorry. last night. I was I don't know something came across, and, and then I thought about Andrew Ladd, uh, who Andrew was Ladd. was He's the been... captain of the uh, was the captain of the Jets, and then signed then was traded to Chicago, and then signed a significant contract with the Islanders, and and then I was like, where is Andrew Ladd? <laughs> um, and that's a really good question. Where is he? He has not played these playoffs. No, but he's on their roster. He's on their roster. They right? Actually, the but Islander, he hasn't played. He so hasn't is he played. in the bubble? Like he is in the bubble. He's in the bubble. Yeah. yeah, he's like if they wow. Talk about a bad contract, eh? Oh. Holy mackerel! Well, he spent most of this year in the American Hockey League. Yeah, seven years. I googled it. Seven years for like thirty-nine million. I know, and he's still got several years Kevin left. Kevin Shoveldayoff. We said we weren't going to talk about the Jets. He dodged a big bullet there. In oh yeah, they they try they were wooing Andrew Ladd. They wanted to re-sign him. Right. Makes you wonder if Ladd had signed, like, would they have ever been able to Ouch. re-sign Blake Wheeler? Or would they have had to let Kyle Connor walk? Like, you just think of, I mean, they would have had Wheeler, or they would have had Ladd on the books. They have Brian Little's contract on the books. Like, they would have had some bad anchor. Do you think he smiles yet? Ladd? There's a guy that I never saw smile 
So like literally. Yeah, I'll have to send you the Twitter link. The Islanders tweeted out overnight as they were or the other day as they were flying from Toronto to Edmonton. It's Andrew Ladd sitting in his seat on the charter and he's got a laptop spread out on his tray and he's playing uh, PGA Tour golf like on his gaming system. And he's got one of his teammates beside him and he's smiling as he hits the shot. Yeah, he smiled uh, because he hit a good golf shot on a video game. (laughs) Um, So he was the grumpiest guy. Yeah, seriously. Like I was not a fan of uh, his game was decent. I was not particularly a fan of his leadership. I wasn't never a fan of the leadership core that came from right. Atlanta. It just wasn't. They seemed, I don't know, loserish type of thing or whatever. <laughs> to, 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 is that a word? Yeah, I, I think so. It is now. We can invent words anyways, right? <laughs> well, and there's former. There's actually former Jets who came from Atlanta on both sides of that series. Andrew Ladd, who's not playing, is on the Islanders. And you see who's on the blue line for Tampa Bay and actually playing a pretty big role? No. Zach Bogosian. Oh, wow. Zach Bogosian was bought out by Buffalo earlier this year. And then the the Tampa Bay Lightning signed him. And he's actually playing really well. Good for him. He's a talented guy. What was he taking? Fourth overall? Yes. Yeah. There was a lot of Drew Doughty comparison. And he definitely did not yeah, end up injuries Drew Doughty. Stuff. But, yeah, yeah. So uh, ex-Jets everywhere. Lots of Manitobans should make for an interesting uh, final couple weeks of the season. All right, folks, we're back for the second period of our uh, Jet Cetera podcast. I'm sports editor Steve Lines, and as usual, it's I'm joined by sports columnist Mike McIntyre. Mike, you mentioned uh, the final couple weeks of the season in the NHL in Hub City, Edmonton. You are heading back to the Hub to cover the Stanley Cup final uh, when's that going to be? It's it's coming here quickly, oh, it isn't could, it? It could start as early as next Tuesday. Uh, if both these series end quickly, like they're going to start immediately. They already announced today, just to show how, how time is of the essence. They've already moved up the NHL draft now. It was supposed to be October 9th and 10th. Now it's the 6th and 7th. Uh, they've moved up free agency. Now that's going to be the 9th. Like they are... They don't want to have any real idle time, so they're, they're basically not on the long weekend. Like, what is that? Like, on the is that Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving long, long weekend? weekend? Yeah. It is, yeah. Although normally they do it on Canada Day, right? So yeah, that's they, always been weird. It that, has yeah, been it has for been sure. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, so they, they basically, as soon as the last of these two semifinals is done, there's going to be one day off, and then the Cup final will start. So it's going to be next week sometime. Could be Tuesday, could be Thursday. When are you going to leave? Well, at this point, I was planning to leave Tuesday. Next Tuesday? And like get there week. Wednesday. Is today Tuesday? Today is Tuesday. This is the Tuesday after the Labor Day long weekend, folks, if yes. you're listening to this. Uh, and It's so freezing out. It All is. of a sudden, it's winter. We like like it went minus temperatures last night. I hope uh, you minus. Yeah, it was minus. Did, I checked my tomatoes this morning; they were still okay. I think uh, it's more at the airport where they get the minus, and like if they, they get the heat a little more in the city, I don't oh. think it, it went below zero. Okay, but yeah, tomatoes could be in peril for sure. Uh, so it's hockey weather, right? Uh, and that's sure. they, they actually got snow in Alberta yesterday. Not in Edmonton. Parts of Alberta got snow, so kind of fitting that the season is going to end uh, in cold weather in well, snow. Well, hypothetically, it's supposed to get about yeah, 20 degrees here later 20, this sure. week, right? Uh, but yeah, so I will be there uh, next week. Uh, just going to wait and see what happens with these two series to kind of time it as best I can. But worst case, I guess if I get there a couple days early, I so can So you were telling the me this morning there's like only going to be 15 accredited writers? Apparently, like it is slim, slim numbers. Why? Yeah. 
Well, I guess that I, many people only want to go, or because I, apparently they're American it. outlets they have been really reticent to send anybody. The only so quick, okay, good. Yeah, uh, stay quick, away. Quick, funny Thanks. story for you: the Boston Globe, when Boston was playing in the second round against Tampa. Uh, they decided they they weren't in the Toronto hub, but I guess the Boston Globe decided, well, maybe we should go cover this in person up in Canada. So what we'll do is send our hockey reporter to Edmonton uh, because that's where the third round would take place. We'll have him quarantine because, of course, you have to quarantine as an American. So we'll put him up. So the Boston Globe reporter, I can't think of his name off the hop. He ended up spending almost two weeks in an Edmonton hotel. I believe Kevin, yeah. Kevin DuPont. Only wow. to then go home that? because they got eliminated by Tampa. Like, And he actually wrote a funny piece the other day about like his two weeks in Canada in quarantine where he didn't actually get to right. cover any hockey. Oh, so that's why they would be reluctant to send people because they'd have to quarantine for two weeks they before would. they cover it. So the only that. people that sent reporters from, the, from U.S. outlets, uh, Colorado had a reporter. Right. He was there for like seven weeks because they just right. got, he went there early. Um, St. Paul, Pioneer Press had a reporter, uh, Sarah McLennan, and then uh, uh, St. Louis. Those are the, in Edmonton, those were the only three. I'm not sure how many were in Toronto, but yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of writers that have been there. So it'll be kind of a neat experience. I've never covered a, a cup final. I've never seen the Stanley Cup presented live, uh, but I got to cover the NBA final for us last year. That was a lot of fun with the Raptors, covered the Grey Cup. Of course, when the Bombers broke the drought last November. Remember the CFL, Steve? I do. I, <laughs> I think it's, it's a sports a fa- league, isn't it, it? it? I thought about it this weekend, of course, this past yeah, weekend. Yeah, been... it would have been the Labor Day Classic um, in Regina. And uh, yeah, that would have been. Speaking of the Raptors, they they lost last night. They got, they got pumped. Of, yeah. Um, Pascal Siakam is like not playing very well. No. Um, so they're down 3-2 in their series to Boston. I'm not sure when this... Tomorrow is tomorrow game is six. Game six. I mean, they could still. They won um, two in a row. Rally. They went down 0 yeah, 2, and then they won two in, two in a row. There's in, no home court advantage, no. and that's huge in the NBA, right? Like, no sport turns more on who. I don't know why that is, but in basketball, like, home well, teams. Well, you're right. You're right. In I there, guess. Yeah. But so now it doesn't matter. They're in the bubble in Orlando. Right. Uh, but yeah, they do have their work cut out for them. And it's, it's too bad if you're a Raptor fan because Milwaukee, which was seen as the best team in the east they're right. actually down 3-1 to miami right the path would almost seem to be there if you could win this series whoever wins i'd say has a really good chance of going to the final against one of the la teams right the lakers or the clippers they seem to be the two teams to beat out west right uh lebron james versus Kawhi leonard is kind of how that one's shaping up so it'd be a nice story wouldn't it if it could be the clippers and the raptors It'd be Kawhi versus Man, the team. You, you just you love these storylines. You invent these storylines. <laughs> I guess that's your that's kind of your job, isn't it? It is. The yeah. other Toronto sports team, the Blue Jays, on <laughs> the other hand, uh, and uh, and uh, they have been playing really well despite having a couple of really key players out of their their lineup. Ken Giles, their closer, and and Bo Bichette, their young now. Teoscar Hernandez is also right. Out. That's a significant it's like leading the majors a, in or lap in home runs. Significant yeah. blow to the but they you know they hung one on those 
a Yankees last night. I hope you sent, did you send Wiesick a note today? You know he I, loves the Yankees, I, right? He does. Yeah, you should be. I, I I wrote something in my playbook last week about how cheering for the Yankees. There's oh, I love that line. Like, is like cheering for like uh, IBM, right? Or uh, cheering for uh, U.S. Steel. <laughs> Or cheering for it's endless. You can actually right. do a Google search on what cheering for the Yankees is like, or whatever. Yeah. And then, so I did get quite a few emails from, uh, from people uh, uh, complaining that I cheer for the Blue Jays. That oh. apparently we're not. Apparently in Winnipeg, we're not supposed to cheer for anything Toronto. Oh, yeah. I didn't. You know, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. handed that rule book. When yeah. I, well, that's the thing. You know, like we're supposed to hate Toronto, right? Because okay. they're the arrogant center of the universe and all that. And and, uh, you know, frankly, you know, it, I've been to Toronto and it's like it's a great world class city. Mm-hmm. There's some great things to do. And I'm not sure why we hate it other than envy or something. You know what I mean? Could be. I'll yeah. tell you st- one thing I love about Toronto is it's on the lake. I'll tell you a funny story. This is a, there, there's a, there was a guy that coached the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Daryl Rogers, in 19. 19- 91 he succeeded mike riley nice gig right you know yes I mean? so tough tough one right <laughs> no kidding, rogers was the head coach at uh, michigan he coached uh, a southern california guy anyways i'm sitting in his office um I'm doing an interview with him chatting with him i used to do that and and he's he's he says yeah he says you know i got a question for you steve i says what's up he says i was i went up to this lake um, uh, just a, an hour north of you guys, and it's beautiful. He says, "Oh my God!" You know, he was from Southern California. Okay. This guy, right, and grew up in Southern California, surfing and everything. You know, and he's like, "Oh my God!" Like it's just one of the most beautiful lakes I've ever seen. But why the hell didn't they build the city on the lake? <laughs> <laughs> like he really wanted to, know. and he's just like like Chicago or like oh, Toronto. Boy. Like imagine, you know, if Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Was on the lake, sure. Right? I mean, that'd be kind of cool. I've often thought about that. Instead, we're on the rivers, and so they, I explained to they them. They built Gimli up there, I guess. Uh, yeah, not quite the same. No, but um, <laughs> anyways. Um, um, so uh, the only knock against Toronto, they roll the carpet up too early, as we found <laughs> exactly. out early in this podcast, right? If they'd only they'd keep the carpet out a little longer. I think they do now. Um, that, that's many years ago that 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 was happening. <laughs> All right, folks, we're back for the third period of our Jet Setra podcast. We've got to rip through this one. My stomach just grumbled, Mike. <laughs> just kidding. you got a good-looking salad sitting yeah, there, too. Yeah, it's in there. And, uh, yeah, beside that coffee there, that McAfee. We did have a little <laughs> chat coffee. about We did have a little chat about coffee before we got started. Now, I'm, I'm a real coffee snob. I buy, you know, these, these, these I buy high-end, fair, fair trade. Highfalutin. Yeah, highfalutin coffee. And so... Um, I'm not a fan of Tim Hortons coffee, and I'm certainly not a fan. This says though it's ethically sourced. Yeah. So there, what does it, that mean? I don't know. I, I guess if your coffee doesn't at say McDonald's. that, you can assume it's unethically sourced. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of that. Um, I'm 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 gonna have to Google that or figure. <laughs> I'm sure there is a story behind it. They also, my favorite, with my legal background, is their extreme warning about how hot their coffee is, because there is that famous case in the U.S. where a woman right. successfully sued against McDonald's because she spilled scalding coffee, and they took, you know, the U.S. very litigious. They went to court, and they somehow proved that McDonald's like keeps their coffee at an astronomical level of heat. And so she got a huge settlement out of it. Wow. And so they had to add extra that. warning because Americans are stupid that you wouldn't assume that coffee that you just get handed to you is going to be hot. Um, but yes. I had, a, I had a, um, a Peruvian blend this morning from Salt Spring 
uh, roasters, I believe they're called. Okay. It's great coffee. Yeah. Really so good. I've I've tried to limit my coffee consumption of some changes I've made. Uh, I only have coffee like maybe three times a week now. I used oh. to drink it every day. Uh, and I used to drink a lot of diet Pepsi, so I'm trying to drink way more water. So if you're drinking less, why don't you drink better? Well, I actually (laughs) love McDonald's coffee and I hate Starbucks. I hate Starbucks. They have one kind of Starbucks coffee, which I can tolerate. It's their blonde roast. Like it's their lightest one. I just find Starbucks tastes burnt. I'm never crazy. You know, I, I, I'm a big Starbucks fan and I drink Starbucks coffee at home sometimes. Um, I don't actually buy coffee out and about unless I buy a latte. And, and typically that would be from Starbucks. Um, but interestingly, their coffee, for whatever reason, I don't like it when I get it at the shop. Um, it's, I don't like it. I don't like any coffee out of those, those big steel right. containers that the coffee has been sitting in and you pour it into your cup. I just don't like that. I want it, I want it freshly, freshly brewed. Well, and not to go too down, down the coffee path you were just telling me, and it is true, right? McDonald's coffee used to be Tim Hortons coffee. Well, the Tim, yeah, back when Tim Hortons coffee right. was good. No, that's that's never happened. But I think it's night and day. Like, <laughs> I'll Tim, probably get email on that. Tim Hortons is seen as this slice of Canadiana, and yeah, I, I think their coffee's that. gross. It's terrible. It's just like dirty bath water. It's uh, cheap though. Like right. that's the thing, right? Do you know what I mean? Like it's cheap. Yeah, like, you know. But uh, I could actually somewhat tolerate their darker roast <laughs> at Tim. Hortons. Oh, I tried it. I was in Russell biking and yeah. the only thing i could find was a tim's so you tried the and dark so i tried the dark roast still didn't it just do, no. it literally made me cringe yeah yeah, yeah so the hotel coffee you know that stuff that you get <laughs> that was better the, than was way better oh boy. Yeah, yeah way better with the powdered creamer yeah that was better <laughs> although i love the powdered creamer i have a big jug of powdered creamer up in my cupboard that i haven't <laughs> opened i bought it when the pandemic hit right <laughs> Oh boy! Thinking that just in case yeah. you couldn't get cream, right? Sure. Some people were stocking up on toilet paper. I was stocking up on creamer, creamer and other different things. Yeah, <laughs> canned tuna and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So you got a lifetime supply did, of that. Yeah. Okay. We should get onto some hockey here <laughs> instead of get off the coffee. Um, um, I want to touch touch on something. You know, I got an email from a guy, and I'm going to write a little bit about it in my playbook for tomorrow. I got an email from a guy yesterday complaining, complaining, questioning a second MGHL franchise. Yeah. Uh, the franchise will also be owned by the same people own the the ice the ice uh, the fifty below sports and right. entertainment they're called and so they, which also owns the blues correct so, so they now own the, the own both, ice right the, uh, the western hockey Winnipeg. league and the blues in the freeze now uh, correct yes and so now the thing that's happened recently in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League is that players have to pay well not all teams well the blues, no, i did some research and this I think morning a few Mike, others, right? and almost all of them now um i'm doing a little bit more research this afternoon but it might be only one or two they and way way might be the only one that they don't have to pay to play portage is paid to play yeah really? i think so. i'm, I'm, I'm okay. not 100 percent sure but I know that... Um, Portage is kind of the model franchise, right? Like in is, the MJ? Yeah, OCN. Uh, yeah, OCN. Uh, Mike Sawatsky chatted with uh, Mike uh, Billy Keane this morning. And um, and they have to pay. And so everybody's paying to play. And frankly, I'm okay with that. I've, I've often been torn a little bit about how much money we spend to fund athletics Right. How much money we spend to own the podium? Let's use that term. And yet we we still have wait times at hospitals. We still have 
all kinds of social issues in our country, you know, homelessness or addiction or mental health issues, et cetera, et cetera. But we spend a huge amount of money to fund sports. I hear parents complaining, oh, my God, it's so expensive to play hockey. There's a solution to that. You know, don't play. Right. Or, you know, find it in your budget if you want to do that. Just like if I want to go biking, I got to buy a bike, right? Yes. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm not sure... I have more of a problem at the the grassroots level for kids. Like I think kids should be able to, and I'm glad there's some subsidization that goes on, especially in the inner city in Winnipeg. Sure. For kids that wouldn't sure. otherwise I even love, have a sniff. I love the organization Kids Sport. Right. Uh, and but I, I do and agree all of at that. a higher but, level. But sure. my, my experience with this generally is that the kids that are getting funded and going on road trips to play volleyball, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, are generally not the kids who actually need that right. money. So here's my biggest qualm, uh, and it has to do with quality of competition. Like, do we want the MJHL, do we want it to be a, a high quality junior league compared to other provinces that maybe produces the occasional Peter Stoikowicz or Zach White? I, I don't care, frankly, as long as they pay for it themselves. Right, because yeah. here's the thing. I know for a fact there were players who could have played for the Blues last year who didn't strictly because of the cost they went and played no it's 12 grand for them to play right they I went and played the in the mmjhl okay i know some kids that were on like the seven oaks raiders right who were better players and should have been playing in in the mj but didn't because they didn't want to pay 12 grand uh and they know they're not going to the show like these are not future yeah, not nhlers gonna, yeah, so, why should so yeah, yeah so. they and so I think it's the more they do this, it's probably going to dilute the talent pool. But if we're okay with that, um, I do worry, I guess, that if you make it almost too cost prohibitive, like, is this the beginning of the end? We know there used to be what, four teams in Winnipeg, Steve, in the MJ? Um, yeah, but they were, they were, now all there's losing, one, they were all losing, they were all losing money because nobody goes and money, watches right. it. So other than family, right? So the reality is, is that if you want to play, if you want to play and try to make it to the NHL, you are going to need to pay. But now having said that, there, there are some, um, you know, bursaries and, and, right. and they do try to help with financial assistance to people who maybe couldn't afford to play. Yeah. And, and I mean, I guess it's a bit of a chicken or the egg because if it's, you want to keep the league afloat, obviously, and this, maybe this is the only way to do it. That if, like you said, the, nobody's going to the games, there's not a lot of sponsorship, no. especially no. now that we have an NHL team an AHL team and a Western hockey league team, like people are tapped out for what they're going to go watch. If you're going to go watch hockey, well, you can't even really, right nobody now, even goes right? to yeah. watch the Bisons either. Right. right? right. But, um, uh, yeah, it's an interesting situation. I guess in a way, good that we have a second Winnipeg team. Um, um, but it is going to cost you for sure. All right, we're back for the overtime period of our Jet Setra podcast, folks. Uh, Mike, it's turned a little fall-like out there. It has. Um, you're on vacation. Uh, how's your vacation going? It's going really well. Uh, you went up to Gimli? Went up to Gimli, chips? yeah. And I took uh, Jen and, and yourself last week. You said, go to Chris's. I, we yeah. were going to go to Siegel's. Pulled an audible based on your recommendation. Omaha, Omaha. My wife and my daughter, uh, Bella, uh, absolutely loved it. Like it was, it was delicious. We had to wait a bit to get in. Huh? Um, 
it was pretty chilly and really windy that day. So they had a couple, you could sit on the patio, but it wasn't really a good outdoor seating day. So they only had like three tables inside. We had to wait about 45 minutes to get in. Uh, but when we did, it was well worth it. The fried dill pickles, uh, they were excellent. Uh, I had the pickerel. When in when in I Rome, hope, I hope so. Yeah, when in Rome, right? Do they serve anything else? I think uh, they, well, they do, have haddock they? and they have cod. Oh, haddock, yeah, okay. yeah. And then they serve like I mean, regular food. You can get like grilled cheese and oh. burgers and stuff. Okay, but, I've uh, only ever had the fish and pickerel. Like, yeah, yeah. Speaking of burgers, did you do any Le Burger Week? Uh, no, like, don't don't even get me started on this. Okay, oh. so no, no. Oh, I think I got a, you started. Not a fan. <laughs> okay, no, not a fan. Not not at all. Like a burger's a burger. Just leave it alone. <laughs> like. Like seriously, there are some like, really interesting no, creations no, out no, we there. We had a thing here in the office here last week, uh, a little happy a shindig, hour, yeah. And they had a veggie patty, which they were calling a veggie burger. Also, yeah. I'm not a fan. No, it's a veggie patty. A burger is a burger is a burger. <laughs> Just leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve didn't. I didn't have a little burger week burger either, but I know some people. Oh, they make some weird, the weirdest. Oh my ones, goodness! Man. Yeah, oh my like God. there are some strange creations for sure. Uh, but yeah, Gimli was nice. Uh, getting a couple of rounds of golf. Golfing tomorrow, actually, at Bell Acres uh, with my dad and my brother. Uh, I haven't golfed at Bell Acres like in probably 15, 20 years. Wow. But uh, and then uh, I haven't golfed in several years. Though. I know. And you you sort of talked about maybe you should get back into it, but you never picked yeah, up the sticks know, this thought, year, right? I thought about it this year, you know, maybe. But um, it's, I bought another bike instead. So that, now I have two bikes. Right. So you can only ride one at a time, right? You can, but I have, uh, but I bought a mountain, a specific mountain bike. Yeah. Okay. Like a, uh, yeah. And you have another, I, I read about it in your playbook the other, you have a cool excursion coming up. I'm hoping Are you to. renting so, a, tr you're renting well, like a RV? So I, I'm going to be 60 uh, in uh, about a month. Okay. And so what I always planned that uh, you go somewhere really super cool on my 60th birthday, I, 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 I'd hope to go to the West Coast, really. I love, yeah. the, I love the ocean and, and maybe go to the island, et cetera, et cetera. Or maybe somewhere cool, right? Travel somewhere unique on your mm -hmm. 60th birthday, right? But, you know. <laughs> COVID had other can't plans. can't really go anywhere, really. I mean, sure. you could. I could drive to the coast and I thought yeah. about it or whatever. But then I was talking to the folks. Uh, then I thought about, well, I'll go somewhere in Manitoba. And, and I've always wanted to rent or go somewhere with a travel trailer, you know, that you pull behind and. Like not a, and so, anyways, the folks at Travel Manitoba are interested in me going somewhere and writing about fall in Manitoba. And so, yeah, I I I put in my playbook that I don't really know where to go. Right. Where's like, the best where's place the best to go? Place to go for fall for fall in Manitoba. Man, did I ever get a lot of emails? Oh yeah, yeah. I even got invited to Dauphin again. The mayor and he he invited me for dinner in Dauphin. Um, but I got a lot of, some happy birthday notes or whatever. Right. And thanks to all the folks who sent me those emails. So you have to whittle um, it down before you go. I want to see the fall. Yeah, I'd like to see the. I think I'm probably going to go to the South White Shell. Um, the, the, the fall colors there are supposed to be beautiful. They got some really, really good mountain, uh, mountain biking trails. Mm -hmm. uh, have you ever been up uh, near Thompson up, uh, what's it called? P Pisu Falls? And somebody sent me that, but oh you can't my. go there right now. Can you go to oh, Thompson? Oh, maybe not. Are maybe they, north they got of that line. So I went up. The Free Press sent me years ago as a crime reporter to go spend a week in Thompson, do a feature on policing up there, which was a great experience. Got to do ride-alongs and all that. Um, and but I stopped. <laughs> I saw the sign on the highway. I didn't know anything about this. Is that really a great experience? I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, it was actually. Were you okay? <laughs> I got to wear a bulletproof vest. Uh, yeah, it was. The only problem was they sent me up in a free press car, like with the big billboard, and I was worried it was going to get keyed or tagged or vandalized. 
because uh, lots of people didn't like that I was there uh, in town. But anyways, I stopped at this waterfall. like, And so I saw it advertise it that it was this beautiful waterfall. And I'm like, it's Manitoba. What kind of waterfall could it be? Yeah. It blew me away. It's it's unbelievable. Nice. It is. And it's like How a gorgeous it? park. Oh, it's, I don't know. It was, it was 10, enormous. 12 feet? We, we could own oh, 12 feet. <laughs> no, it was huge. So it must be on the escarpment or something. Yeah. Like and the, yeah. the craziest thing, then I found out that it's actually only the second biggest waterfall in Manitoba. Oh. I forget where the first We're one is. We're going to have to Google that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, but it's a bit of a hike. Like that would be about a seven-hour trip to get up there. So Yeah, I wouldn't mind that, but I don't I don't know that... Uh, uh, Probably be beautiful in the fall with it, all the foliage and the I, colors. I guess and, it would be, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I got a lot of suggestions, and so I'll, I'll, I'll narrow it down. Riding Mountain also is yeah. kind of like, you know... Really thinking about going to Riding Mountain. Oh, so. I love Riding Mountain, and I don't think I've ever not gone to Riding Mountain and not seen a bear. Oh, I see bears so all the time. I did not. I was there for one yeah. day earlier this summer and did not see any wildlife. And so I was kind of disappointed about Never that. Never saw a so. moose, though. I'd love to see a moose up live in person. All right. Uh, that's kind of on the bucket Okay, we're list. getting the uh, end <laughs> The wrapper up. The wrapper up thing. So, folks, thanks. Uh, we're going to skip a week next week. And then um, I will be in Edmonton when we do the next so one. Two we weeks from be now. be a couple games into the Stanley Cup final at that point. Right on. Uh, and lots to talk about, no doubt. All okay. right. Enjoy the week, folks. Stay warm. <laughs>